pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to One Life Left. We are a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebury. And for the next hour, we are going to be broadcasting about video games because that is what a video game radio show does and we have learned that after ten spectacular seasons. We, it's it's going to be a hot show tonight. It is. Do you mean literally or metaphorically? Oh, both. <laughs> Anne just accidentally touched me and then... I'm so sorry. Yeah, the windows was... are open so you can hear the, the, the people outside shouting. I always wonder whether that's a good idea to capture a little bit of the ambiance of Borough. Yeah, have you seen what goes on outside? <laughs> there were some beer cans out there earlier. Were there? Yeah, people have been having a party and we weren't invited. It's always a party of resonance. I saw some cake. There was some cake outside as well, yeah. Quite that's honestly, there has been a party and we weren't happened? invited. Maybe they're celebrating ten spectacular <laughs> years for One Life Left. Ten pa- spectacular seasons has been eight years. Eight years. How are you doing? Good, I'm having a great day. I've been to watch the cricket at the Oval. What did you do there? Watch the okay. cricket. I mean, yeah, but that can't take up all of your it attention. It can. Surely. It's just it's a nice ambient activity. Sit there with friends and just yeah. gently chat about the day's instances. I've just found a note. Ooh. Studio it says drinking from same old well. Is that a comment on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting yeah. on top of world uh, palette, make me. Then it says I'm um, Ian. Then it's a telephone number oh seven five five four. Probably don't read this out, Simon. <laughs> I have a show on Resonance on Saturday, 3.30pm to 4.30pm. Ron Speakeasy, live music and blues. That works, isn't it? Advertising. We should leave that. some notes around town. We should. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Anne? Yeah, I'm okay, thank you. Good. Uh, and how are you doing? Darren Gray from Roguelike Radio. Hello, welcome. Hello, thank you very much for having me. How are you doing? I'm jolly good, thank you. Excellent. Uh, so you're, you've, you've come in to tell us all about rogues. Rogue We have a top ten. Not <laughs> actual rogues. Top ten list of rogues. Well, like them. That's why we booked him. We I thought I've got a list of games industry rogues. Oh, I've got. I had uh, <laughs> Dirty Den. Den Watts so, from. Uh, so he's he's roguelike from EastEnders. Yeah. <laughs> he isn't roguelike. Uh, thanks for coming on. We're going to be talking to you later about all that stuff. Um, have we got a packed show this evening, Steve? Got a couple of features. Okay. Some excellent chipping music. I'm very much looking forward to playing for you after I've curated again this week. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's get on with the news, shall we? It's 7.04 on Monday the 23rd of June. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Rumours that developer Crytek is on the brink of bankruptcy <coughs> have been denied by the company. A report by German magazine GameStar said the company was having financial problems and the development of Rise, Son of Rome and Xbox One exclusive has been a disaster. There are also rumours that staff in the UK and Bulgarian studios hadn't been paid recently. A statement from the company explained that it is concentrating on developing a number of titles across its studios and there is no problem, nope, none at all. Sounds legit. 
That sounds like difficult news for all of the people at Crytek. I hope they're doing okay. Yeah. It's difficult to know, isn't it? Hard to know. I mean, you know, I'm sure they'll be okay, even if the worst comes to the worst, because that's the way the industry works. Boom and bust. But even so, it's it's never good to see a studio struggling, is it? No, it's not. It's not nice for the people that are there, and it's not nice to have rumours flying around mm, either. Do you think well, that's what this when is? they're propagated, Anne? Eh? <laughs> yeah, so why can you say that there was a way you could you could have stopped that rumour? Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice to see that we've uh, we're we're stooping uh, as low as Eurogame on reporting on a rumour rather than fact. What's mm. happened to you? Uh, the fact is that there is a story <laughs> out of there being a rumour. So who said that Rise was a disaster? This was from uh, an interview from, I think, an anonymous source in a German magazine. Right. Sources said... This gets less believable every every word, every syllable you say, Anne. German magazines do exist, Simon. (laughs) Microsoft has said that it will stand by its studio after a series of redundancies at UK developer Rare. Microsoft's decision to sell Xbox One without a Kinect, while the past three releases from the studio have been Kinect-exclusive games, has got people worried. But no fear. Speaking to Eurogamer, Phil Big Big Philly-style Harrison said, We are very fortunate in having Rare and Lionhead in the UK as crown jewels of Microsoft Studios. Rare is working on a couple of things at the moment. I'm really excited by the things they're doing. Turns out, support like that isn't Rare after all. What was Phil's nickname? Big Philly style. Where does that come from? Uh, Will Smith. Big Willy style. And is it actually Phil Harrison's nickname? It is now. There we go. Influence of one life left. Okay, cheery, good. Uh, cheery news this evening, Anne. Yeah. Don't worry, it gets better here on in. Do you know what I found interesting about that uh, story? Yeah. <clears throat> was the fact that apparently Phil Big Philly style Harrison... Um, there was no mention of Lionhead in the story at all, right? It was hey, yeah. and yet his quote back is, "We're very fortunate in having Rare and Lionhead in the UK's crown." Ju-. No one asked him about Lionhead. Mm. What is that about? Do you think something's going on there? Think something's developing here, here, Anne. Well, it just seems Do strange you think to me. Going to merge them? See, it seems strange to me that uh, when asked about a specific studio, another studio is bought is is in is in the quote. I mean, we're fortunate for having a lot of good studios in the UK, aren't we? We you could have mentioned yeah, many people. Exactly. Could have mentioned Sony are very fortunate to have Media Molecule working oh. for them. Very fortunate. Yeah. Doesn't mean a thing. No. No. So, uh, it's more to that than meets the eye. Is there? I reckon. <laughs> Is this one to watch? <laughs> <laughs> and to watch. Old, old game company Atari is redefining itself as an interactive entertainment production company that will produce interactive entertainment through online games, gambling and wearable devices. The company is also getting into social casinos, exclusive YouTube videos and LGBT content, although it hasn't expanded on what any of this means. Boss Fred, Freddy Cheney said... Atari is more than a game publishing company. It's an iconic brand that has established a passionate and timeless culture. We are leading a rebuilding exercise in a highly volatile industry. So at the same time, we're also aware of the challenges that lay ahead. I have something to say about this. Uh, it's hilarious. It's absolutely it hilarious. So, um, we, I believe, are going to say the same thing. Yeah. So, uh, Atari announced this in a press release. Atari now a shadow of their form, former selves, maybe a dozen employees or something working in a shed, <laughs> looking at the, the IPs they've yet to flog off and thinking, what are we going to do with it? And they issue this press release, and this press release says, we're going to work on casino games and gambling games and LGBT games. Yep. So, that seems a bit of a curious third one in that list, exactly. right? Exactly. Um, and immediately all the news sites leap on that and they do little little fluffy think pieces going, well, this is curious, but I suppose it's an expanding audience in video games and uh, LGBT, very interesting. LGBT obviously standing for... Uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual and trans. However, on GI.biz, I read a comment from someone in the uh, gaming industry, uh, which is different to the games industry, someone in the gambling industry that said... Guys, in our industry, this stands for Licensed Gambling and Betting Terminals. What? Letters can mean different things. Well, I'm still not sure because I immediately thought that does sound more plausible. Went off and Googled that, saw no other references to those four words. Saw, you know, I played around with them a little bit. Didn't find any things backing that up, but it does seem more plausible. And I was very, very disappointed not to find a single news source that approached Atari and said... Including our own. <laughs> it seems. Including our own. Uh, I was leaving it to our strong uh, commentator to okay, raise yeah, it. Right. So, so I, I, I couldn't find a single news site that had just thought, this is a bit weird, 
why don't we just talk to someone at Atari? Because at the very least, they're going to have an interesting angle on why they're doing this. But no one had. Everyone had gone, well, blah, 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 and thought off their own back. So I still don't know if it does mean licensed gambling and betting terminals or not, but I would like to know. And maybe if there is a reputable news source out there, they could let us know. Anne? Uh, do you think that there's anything uh, in that... Don't, so, don't sidestep the question. No. So uh, Atari currently owned by... No, but we all love French. Linehead. <laughs> Atari are currently owned by... Uh, are currently a French That's company. a clue here. Yeah, but so it's all in... It's a mistranslate... Absolutely. I, I, think, I, I think I got the original press release and... Oui. Um, and what did it say, Simon? Simon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it warned against such racial stereotypes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, and, and like given what the story is about, is that they're going to be doing gambling? Then it's yeah. It just seems more likely that that, that, that is, is what, what they're doing. It's. So I think it's a. What I believe has happened is that you've got a French company issuing a press release in English with no understanding of the context of those letters together yeah. and what that acronym can be. Um, and uh, yeah, coming at a time when everybody's talking about inclusion and diversity and all that's a hugely important subject. Um, where they just very quickly, in an effort to get it online, embrace it without... That's actually... the problem, isn't it? It's, it's speed. That's the only way that people who are running games news sites seek to differentiate, is by being the first. It would be wonderful if there was one site that sought to be the definitive, or at least the best, or at least different, by sourcing their information firsthand. Anne? I'm going to send an email uh, <laughs> when you're playing a chip tune later. Okay. And let's be that news source. Riot Games is giving staff money to leave the company. The League of Legends maker is offering newly hired staff 10% of their salary if they quit under a system called Q-Dodge. A statement on their website reads, We operate on a foundation of shared mission, values, passion, trust and mutual respect. If someone gags on the unique flavour of our culture, they'd be doing themselves and the company a disservice to hang out on just for the paycheck. We've designed Q-Dodge to help self-identified mismatches move on in an open, positive and constructive way. Interesting. What, it was weird, this, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But apparently it's a thing. Other companies do it as well. Or other companies have started doing it. Amazon uh, just bought a company that had been doing it and have now started doing it themselves. How does what, it when d- you just join a load of companies <laughs> and then go, oh, I just think it's not really for me, but 10%, yeah, sounds all right. Well, you have to be there um, a minimum of 60 days. Could do that. Right. Um, I, no, essentially, this is just um, st- stopping you having to pay work your notice, right. essentially, so, isn't it? Uh, really, if you're going to have to work your notice, which is usually six weeks, which is about 10% of a year. Six months, mine. Okay, that'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Come and watch the cricket. Good night. Good night. I think I thought about this, Steve. Maybe next next summer. (laughs) Next summer, start the year. Uh, But yeah, that that it it does seem like clever positioning. A good press release to make your basic standard HR policies look more progressive. And and again, this came out of nowhere as well, didn't it? What I I don't. Yeah, I mean, that to me is a bit like. I'm not sure any of you have, and I've certainly never done this, but when you engineer a breakup, when you, <laughs> when you don't want to chuck somebody, but you make them get rid of you, that sounds like that's what they're doing. They're going, yeah, actually, if any of you are thinking of leaving, just take some just cash. <laughs> See, you are 10%. That's what it sounds like to me. What if you, is that how you've engineered breakups? Just go, 10% take some cash. cash. Take 10 pages of notice. <laughs> like, you no, don't have to work no it, to, don't yeah, worry. Go on gardening leave. <laughs> And finally, were you into GTA before it was a thing? Do you prefer sticking your vinyl copy into the disc drive? Are your jeans so tight you can no longer play GTA? If yes, you may well love or hate or ironically smile at Rockstar's new patch for GTA Online. The I'm Not a Hipster patch adds retro print t-shirts, skinny jeans and some excellent hairstyles to turn characters from not a hipster into a hipster who then probably declares that they're not a hipster and what does that even mean anyway? What's the point of this patch? Literally no idea, but well done Rockstar. You called it a funny thing and now we're talking about it. (laughs) We are. They know how to play you, don't they? Yeah. I I mean, honestly, there's nothing to this. Just thought it was quite funny what they called it. Right. So that's all all you need to do? Yeah. If you're wearing skinny jeans, like super skinny jeans, can you drive? (laughs) Like, because it's quite tough to sit down, isn't it? And if you're driving really fast, I don't drive, so I don't know how tough it might be. Right. Sometimes it can I be think, quite I mean, uncomfortable. Broadly speaking, I think driving involves mainly the use of your arms and your feet. 
Yeah, but your feet are attached to your legs, and if your legs are in skinny jeans and it's painful, Some- maybe you won't be able to put your foot on the brake. Something for you to think about, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left, video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 <laughs> FM. Uh, we're a video game radio show. We were talking before about uh, how Simon offers to put uh, his girlfriends on gardening leave, <laughs> or has offered to. You know that I've been offering to manage people's dating profiles. Yeah. And I was looking for a you know a way of monetizing this. So I you know when when friends friends said uh, it'd be a good idea if I could take over control of their dating profiles, I said I'd do it for ten percent. Oh. But 10% of what? So we, yeah. so we we decided that every 10th date, I get to go on instead. <laughs> so they'll turn up and, uh, yeah, I'll be there. What if they're holding out for the 10th date, Steve? You have to step in. Look forward to it. I put out. <laughs> you listen to One Life Left. We're a show about video games and uh, monetizing dating. What were you giggling about as we came out of this piece of music? Which, by the way, is called Commissar. Uh, no, sorry, it's called Cherry Cola. It's by Commissar. Uh, we were giggling about how I um, read The Wicked and the Divine at the weekend and how I found it difficult to read it, given um, what I imagine some of the words that were written on the page coming out of Kieran Gillen's mouth, particularly <laughs> the words that involved um, a man... Um, can we say climax? We can. It's, bio- yeah. it's biological. Climaxing in his skinny jeans. What? Was what? he driving at the time? No, he was just stood, he just stood at a gig. Is and, that even um, possible? Well, a- according to Kieran Gillen, it is. What? Is you know, they do say, write what you know. But this is it. I, and, I went and, to a gig with Kieran recently. Hmm? How is he standing? <laughs> a little bit further away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Darren, have you ever been to a gig with Kieran Gillen? Uh, not quite as close to him as that. Right, I'd steer, steer well, yeah. well clear. Darren, down. Darren, you're a man of many talents, aren't you? Uh, I try to be. So you are. You host uh, Roguelike Radio? Yes, that's right. Uh, you make roguelike games? That's right. Tell us about roguelikes, then. So roguelikes are a particular type of game based on uh, an old computer game called Rogue. And they're generally procedurally generated games where you only have one life. So one life left all the time. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, they have procedurally generated content, so the computer kind of designs the game experience for you, and you have to keep replaying it until you're good enough to win, which often takes quite a while. So, uh, back in the uh, infancy of video games, um, Rogue was the only example of this type of uh, game, but they are becoming increasingly fashionable, aren't they? A lot of uh, mainstream releases now are roguelikes. That's right. The the elements of kind of procedural or random content mixed with permadeath, so you have a very replayable game. It's being merged with a lot of different genres. So you get platformer roguelikes like Spelunky. So what defines a roguelike? Is it just the instant death thing? The the putting hours and hours and hours into something and then having it all torn away from you? Uh, that cruelty definitely <laughs> is part of the experience. Right. Okay. So it's for masochists then. Uh, yes. But, uh, I mean, it's about, it's about a game. It's about a series of mechanisms and skills. Instead of a kind of a linear experience that mm-hmm. you can keep retrying the same thing and get good at, it's more about learning the whole system. Mm-hmm. The systems rather than learning level maps. That's so right. it's about learning to react to things rather than learning exactly what to do at any instance. Because you can't do that because it's procedurally generated. So when, so, so, uh, when you're making games that are roguelikes, uh, 
I've always imagined that the skill must be ensuring that the levels that it randomly generates are not terrible. Yes, that's a very important skill. So, so what are the tips and tricks that people tend to use? Well, there's a lot of different algorithms you can use uh, and different sort of procedural algorithms uh, like uh, pathfinding and things to make sure that the levels all connect up. You can specifically use flood fill algorithms to place things in interesting locations so it's not all just randomly spread about. Flood fill? Flood fill. It's a specific procedural algorithm. Okay. There's lots of fun procedural algorithms like that out there. Are you going to leave it at that? Because I quite like. So, 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 what does a flood fill algorithm do? It's a bit like when you're using Microsoft Paint and you use the the Paint Can tool, and it spreads paint all from one location. Uh-huh. You can use flood fill like that, uh, where you put a point on a map and you say the player is at this point on the map, and then you spread out and you kind of you number all the cells and you say, well, it's this distance away from the player, and you work out, you know, based on where the player is, where you can place all the other elements of the map in an interesting way, so the player has a fun progression of experience as he plays the game. Uh-huh. Are there any easy roguelikes? Yeah, there's lots of quite easy roguelikes. There's a few designed for children. Um, there's, there's some where you don't even uh, have to restart from the beginning all the time. Um, I can't think of a good example because I like the really hard ones. <laughs> we're, we're just looking for gaps in the market right now. So, you, you know, if you can't find an example, that's good for us. One Life Left roguelike, which is very, very easy. So tell us about roguelike radio. So, so how, how, how often are you on? Uh, well, it varies quite a bit. depends on how much free time we have. We used to do it weekly. Now it's kind of slipped a bit. Uh, it's a very design-focused podcast. Uh, we do interviews with developers and things as well. Um, but we usually cover specific topics uh, relating to game design. And which radio station are you on? I'm not quite that legitimate a radio station, unfortunately. What? what? We've worked long and hard to call ourselves a radio show. We've got in trouble for it from other radio shows. You better be careful. To be fair to Darren, he does call it the Roguelike Radio Podcast. Radio Podcast. Yeah. Why don't you call it Radio-like? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, it's a Radio-like. Radio-like, that's good. Uh, and when you're not, do- when you're not uh, talking about Roguelikes or making them, you've just published a book, is that right? Uh, that's right, I'm part of an anthology that's been published tying in with the computer game Elite Dangerous. It's one of a number of books that have been released alongside the new game. Okay. Uh, all published by Fantastic Books Publishing. So how did you get involved in that? Uh, well, there was a kind of open call for writers, and me and a bunch of others uh, gathered together. We got Kickstarter to actually raise the, fu- the funds to buy a license from Frontier Developments, right. the makers of the game. And then we got a publisher on board uh, once we had the stories written, and then, yeah, just got released. So what's your story about? My story is about a bounty hunter who has cerebral palsy, and she wants to become elite, which is the highest rank in the game. And she ends up in some trouble. Okay, so these, I assume, are all inspired a little bit by The Dark Wheel, the novella that came with the original Elite, which was quite an outstanding memory of my childhood, having this universe Mm. built for you by this piece of great literature. Yeah, we're very much trying to follow in the steps. Elite was the first game to come with a book. Is that right? Every single game came with a book, and now the new Elite game is going to come with about 10, 12 books released alongside it. The most fiction going alongside any game upon release ever. Right, that's interesting. I suppose it speaks well to the format of Elite, which is the sort of game, and it is kind of procedurally generated. Would you call Elite procedurally generated? It is, but in a kind of single instance way. But yes, it is. So, so, you know, it speaks well to that experience because the best thing about roguelikes and those sort of games are they they let you write your own stories within those universes, right? And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what the the better, you know, what having so many stories released alongside Elite illustrates that there are loads of stories to be had out there and now you get to go and write your own. Yeah. Do you want me to write the back of your book for you? Oh, just do, do a little bit really if, you, if you want. So would you say that Elite's a roguelike? No, because no? uh, it's not different every time you play it. It's the okay. same universe, but it, it uses procedural generation as a, a form of compression almost, in a way of generating right. almost infinite content. The new game has 400 billion star systems in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, whatever. <laughs> There's that menu up, down, re- left, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, w- so what about No Man's Sky? W- is that a roguelike? Uh, Again, that's procedurally generated. Yet because but, it's not out yet, so I can't yeah, but judge. It's never stopped us. Yeah. <laughs> so seven out of ten. It's pretty amazing, whatever it is. But so there's a difference between procedurally generated and roguelike. Uh, well, yeah, because you're going to have the permadeath thing, the, that when you okay. die, you, you restart. And not just you restart, the whole universe restarts. Right. So you've got a whole different experience. You can't plan for things. Steve's uh, been playing a roguelike, haven't you? With that, that Android game is... Um 
It's a roguelike, isn't oh, it? Oh, Hoplite. I love Hoplite. Hoplite's brilliant, isn't it? Yes. Hoplite's fantastic. And does Hoplite count as a roguelike? I would definitely count it as a you roguelike. You see, my friend Reagan, who um, is about to release N++ on PS4, fantastic game, uh, he gets very, very angry about the specific definition of roguelike, and I've been oh. a bit nervous about describing anything as roguelike. He would describe, I think, Hoplite as a roguelike-like. Yeah, I hate that. But I, I get confused. <laughs> Yeah. So, 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 what's his problem? With I, it? I don't know. I'm backing okay. away from this conversation fast okay. right some now. Some people think it's a very, it's very puzzly compared with some roguelikes, traditional roguelikes, where you've got like big inventory screens and it's a big kind of fantasy simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on roguelike radio, we avoid this discussion. Really? Do yes. you? It's just we avoid. Too... Lo- we mostly avoid talking <laughs> about games. Honestly, it just gets <laughs> us into trouble. So, where can we, uh, where can we listen to roguelike radio, and where can we buy your book? You can listen to Roguelike Radio on roguelikeradio.com. And you can find the book by searching Elite Dangerous on Amazon. You'll find a few different elite books there. Or go to fantasticbookspublishing.com. Excellent. Thank you very much. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. The Red Party have made a declaration on Twitter that is getting voters confused. They recently announced a policy that all houses will be given an owl. It is believed that the owls will be educational and will be helping taxpayers learn about culture. One owl is called Blavers and will be teaching about flora, fauna and fossils, whilst the other, Celeste, will be explaining about astronomy and why it keeps getting confused with the other subject that relates to horoscopes. The Blue Party is unsure what to do to combat this threat. It is believed that they are planning to go after the newsreader vote by offering to put a tiger cub in each household, but they are unsure how it will be funded. This policy could also help reduce the current high levels of overpopulation. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Letters. What's the letters situation this week, Simon? Yeah, it's good, actually. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. Um, I felt quite optimistic when Christine Christine Heavy oh. emailed us. Yeah. Was she not Simon at One Life Left? Did she email you individually as well? Yeah. Lots of times. Um, Lots of emails. Uh, she opened with a really strong joke, actually. It was, Q, how do you make sure your database can scale to support a crush of new users when your app launches? Question mark. So it can cross the road? No. Steve, any thoughts? Uh, up his sleeveys. Obviously, no. Darren, any thoughts of the punchline to that joke? No. No, and the answer is load testing. Uh, yeah, uh, she needs to work on the punchline there and yeah. stop emailing us, Christine. Uh, do keep on emailing us, though, Robert Wells, um, who continues his, um, his his weekly correspondence, which he won in our auction. Uh, he says, A up, team, and your mystery guest. Today, instead of working, I've been watching Summer Games Done Quick, the charity speedrunning challenge. Uh, sorry, I, I, my intonation was up then because uh, I was going to read some more, but I just realised it's a URL, so I backed out of that. Um, it's gamesdonequick.com. I've watched some NES games I didn't know exist. I've become aware of Samurai Pizza Cats. I've watched Amnesia, a machine for pigs, be thoroughly broken. As you go on air, they're scheduled to be finishing Earthworm Jim. Will you be watching any of the speedrunning fun times? Uh, he asks, well, the answer is, uh, no, I've never watched a speed... I think I watched... Uh, I was in a party in Germany once um, at Gamescom. Sounds wild. It was wild. Somebody was speedrunning Resident Evil f- f- 4 or 5. Um, didn't um, Didn't Martin Hollis see someone speedrun at a... Um at a pornography party once. Did he? A certain <laughs> type of speedrunning. He specifically told us not to mention that as well, didn't he? <laughs> um, I don't know, did he? I don't have I no mean, idea. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I wouldn't mention idea. it. <laughs> I do uh, He said, if you were being sponsored for charity, what would be your specialist game? Jolly Good Show what? Don't know. I, yeah, I've, I've, I, I mean, I, it's a common view, I guess. I've never understood the point of speedrunning. Hmm. If I was being sponsored for charity... My specialist speedrun. I guess I would speedrun Parappa the Rapper. For sure. I can do that in whatever the length of time exactly, is. Yeah. <laughs> Six <laughs> levels, three minutes each, yeah. 20 minutes. Give me a thousand quid. Done. Uh, yo, team, and yo, super special guest. I tuned into the Radius live stream on Friday just in time to see Anne choosing between three men. The chat room was full of people asking relevant questions about indie gaming and how it has changed since it became more popular. 
Except for the username One Life Left TV, which was pointing out that the whole situation was very reminiscent of Blind Date. I realised that this meant that Keith Stewart was the Cilla Black in this situation, so I asked the question around what hat Keith would wear to the wedding. Unfortunately, Keith refused to read out any of One Life Left TV's questions, which meant that when he did read my question out, none of it made any sense. Why did Keith treat the team this way? It can't be revenge for how you've treated him as you've always been super nice to him. He's a strange one, that case, Jew. Yo, and cheerio, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Uh, what's what's strange? Nice to see you on TV, though, Anne. Did yep. it go well? It went very well, thank you very much. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good day, team. OLL, says Cameron Davis. And probable super special guest, that's you. I really enjoyed last week's show, of course, and my ears were especially interested in the bit where you requested a new developer from, for OLL to, air quotes, make. Because okay. we can make people. After the sterling work you guys did making Mike Bithell and Sam Smith, I would like to offer the team I'm with for your bidding. Disparity Games has been making Ninja Pizza Girl for the past few months, and we're almost done making the game. But can One Life Left make us... That's interesting, right? You know, I feel like finally, after ten seasons, we're getting the respect we deserve. Exactly, I was about to say that he's come with a fo- he's come with a formal offer, yeah. hasn't he? Polite, politely expressed. And how much of the takings do we get? Well, he, he goes on to say, okay. we're willing to change anything and everything in Ninja Pizza Girl to appease our new One Life Left masters, and we'll of course relinquish ownership of all awards, OBEs, and whatever other nice things come along to you. Just make us famous, please. Easy. What are you doing next week? They can't answer because this is radio. What are you doing but- next week? Shout <laughs> louder. Shout louder. <laughs> what are you doing next week? Uh, yeah, so you're, you're welcome to come on the show, uh, Cameron, and your Literally your next week. Yeah. Next week As of Monday, half past seven, we don't have a guest for next week lined up. And of course, uh, if you want to do a special build of Ninja Pizza Girl with Anne's improvements to the game, she yep. will be in touch with what those are. Yes, I will. Thanks so, very much. Uh, right. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, we, we meet upstairs at uh, quarter to seven, like we did with you, Darren. Mm. <laughs> uh, you've got a letter. I do indeed. Uh, dear team, writes Tim Miller, have you bought a Wii U yet? Mario Kart, 8, Mario Kart 8 is indeed a superb game, and part of that is the online tournament structure. I hope that in the very near future I'll be able to place last in one life less races, instead of in races against random Americans and Germans. Keep us updated. Simon, you're the one who's closest to buying a Wii U. Currently without a Wii U. Really? How close would you say you are? How many days away are you? We could do a count, couldn't we? A regular count. You're quite close last time. I would say you were maybe five or six days away from buying a Wii U. What, what's even better about it is that I, I won't be buying it for myself. My, right. my, uh, my, my wife is going to. Okay. I just need to send her a link. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to worry about it because, you know, do I want to use up my credit mm. on a Wii U? I don't mm. know. I mean, I think that's the best way, the best sort of present is one that you want, but you don't want to pay for. Agreed, completely. So, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. So, Nintendo, if you're listening, <laughs> yes, right. we want one, but we don't oh, want to pay for yeah, one. Yeah, I think I might find somebody to give us a projector, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so, quick one. Uh, Rahu Shah writes, uh, would Watch Dogs, straight into it as well, there's no high team or anything. No, um, does not need to, he's a friend of the show, show now. Sure. Would Watch underscore Dogs have been a less tedious game to play if you were a super intelligent dog? Uh, instead um, and instead of driving around a boring city you went around a massive theme park hacking dodging cars and going, getting about on a skateboard um, he also um, says or a tiger cub or solving crimes and pre- preventing murders all whilst trying to find its tiger mummy the answer is I don't know I've not played it yeah any game would be better <laughs> if you played a tiger cub okay there you go yes then if you guys want to get in touch with uh, letters for next week's show please email team at onelifeleft.com <laughs>
It's churches. So churches. Mother we churches. share. The show is beginning to eat itself. It's actually a cover oh. uh, by Kima64. This is from chipmusic.org, as all of our beautiful, beautiful chip music is. You should go there, browse, download your favourites, and if you have one that you particularly like, why not email us, let us know, and maybe we'll play it on next week's show. I've been busy altering the ads that will appear on my browser next by Googling LGBT. <laughs> um, so I've got news. Well, it's like some news. Uh, the... the, the um, the line from the press release says, Beyond relaunching its nostalgic gaming titles, the company will aim at capitalising on other rapidly growing markets and reaching out to new audiences. Dash, including LGBT, social casinos, real money gambling and YouTube with exclusive video content. So it, the LGBT in the other sense of the acronym uh, is at odds with, with social casinos, real yeah. money gambling and YouTube, right? But, the, but like the audience. Audience, that's what's thrown us, isn't yeah. it? I've thrown everybody. Well, um, good news, guys. Okay, right, yeah. I'm in it to clear this up. Okay. I have, uh, I've done a tweet. You can look on my Twitter at Stanters, <laughs> see what I've said to them. Uh, but then I just had a look at their account, and their last tweet was three days ago. Three so days? I'm not really holding it. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not an active account. Well, three really? days. In, wait, I mean, if actually, yeah, well, this press release didn't come from France either. Sorry, it oh. came from New York. So oh. if they're on US time, oh, maybe. maybe they're just getting up. <laughs> And if that's all right, instead of being ago. hassled by an so, uppity yeah. radio show. But I've also sent them an email as well. Okay. Uh, some firm correspondence. I'll be sending them a letter in the in the post. <laughs> and maybe a telegram. Uh, and your Twitter is? At Scanters. So while we're on the subject of self-promotion, yeah. you were on Radius last Nothing week, Nothing is you? ever self-promotion, Steve. Any kind of promotion for me is promotion for Team One Life Left. Is that right? That is right. So how many times did you mention us on air? Uh, I had it written on the back of my hand like Chris Martin does when he wants to promote a charity. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, is there, and that's why you consciously uncoupled from us and yeah. presented Radius on your own, is it? It was conscious as well, yeah. <laughs> it was. So uh, who were you presenting with? Uh, so I presented with a few people. Um, initially, I presented with uh, Keith. Oh, yeah. In, uh, on a panel with uh, Mike Bithell. Uh, we Rami made him. From Vlambeer. Didn't make him, but could have done. Could You could have. Have been in yeah. him. <laughs> That's true, you have. Yeah, my finger has been in his mouth okay. because of games. There's nothing weird about uh, that. No, of course and, not. And uh, Alex from, what's it, Mode 7? Frozen Bite. That. That. Yeah. That lot. That, that lot. lot. Um, good, well, well done. And it went well, did it? Yeah, it went really well. That was quite chaotic, that first bit. But then later we were just interviewing a lot more uh, developers and demoing games and things. And that was loads of fun. I enjoyed Radius. I, I popped yeah. down there. I played Volume. Oh, Which, I didn't play it. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't particularly looking forward to. Because you thought... Is is it one of those games where you've heard a lot about it? People banging on about it, yeah. I'd well, just because you know. Against that Mike is very open about everything. Lovely guy. Lovely, lovely guy. guy. And, I, and I was a bit worried. I was like, oh, this doesn't look like... Played it. I could not stop playing it. Oh. I could not stop playing it. I played all there was to play. All as much of there was to then play. Did you grab him by the scruff of the neck and I say, said, "Make more. more!" I did. I said, "Make more! Stop standing around! Make more!" It's excellent. What are you doing here? I played uh, Tap Happy Sabotage. Did you see oh, that? I played that with Rami. Phenomenal. That's the one where you have to. Yes, uh, on yeah. the the Windows tablet. Yeah. Guys, oh my guys, 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 guys. We're doing a radio show about video games. Yep. Yeah. Where we are telling people what we've played. Yeah. So when you go, that's the one where you have to, and then gesture with your hands and go, and you go, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that one." <laughs> It's not going to work. It's so. a so it's a multiplayer game, local mu- multiplayer. You all stand around the tablet, and um, it's all about. Uh, there are, you pick an icon that's yours on cards, and they fly around, and you have to do stuff with them. And yeah. you and you can oh, you can either concentrate on your stuff, or you can sabotage. You can knock other people's hands uh, away. I got very physical with Rami. I was <laughs> all right. I'm, yeah. I moved the both hands up. inside him. <laughs> No, I moved the screen at one point, so no. it was only facing me. Huh. Uh, I stood in front of him and the screen, and then he pulled me back from the screen whilst I was still trying. It was just, it was chaos. Excellent. Did uh, he- how did he pull you back? Uh, he grabbed. Can you me- show us on this doll yeah. how he pulled you back? <laughs> he grabbed me around the waist. Okay. And right, that's not appropriate, is it? Well, it depends. Yeah, if I they think were, it is. If they were dancing, that would be perfectly fine. Were you dancing? No, we were. Are you, you asking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did you see Counter Spy? Because that was there, that appeared at Radius after I'd left. Oh, I'm really that? looking forward to that. No. Very stylish side-on spy game on PS4 and Vita. No. Okay, that was there. Um, uh, what else was there? The it's not. Um, was it Broforce? Is that the one, or am I getting confused with the other one? 
very similar. What's the one from the Oli Oli guys? Oh, can't remember. No, that, I, I saw that over somebody's shoulder. That looked good. Um, I played. You are the problem. The oh, yeah. that's very that? interesting. Very interesting. Oh, yes, Simon. Those Oli Oli guys. Yes, they added scanters on they Twitter. Did, yeah. did yeah. they ever add you? They never did. No. They didn't add me either. No. No, and you've played their game now. I've, I, I, did, I, no, I looked, I looked over someone's shoulder at whatever oh. their game's called. Well, maybe if you had played it, they might have added. Well, you. I bought rolls, uh, Ollie Ollie. Yeah, yeah. I've given them money. Haven't even added you. I know. Do you think they're listening to this? No. <laughs> they only watch Scanters. probably edited, edited the bits <laughs> exactly. of the podcast out. Got the PA to do it. Just, just take yeah. it down to Scanters. Yeah. Darren, did you go to Radius? No, unfortunately I was out of the city, which means I'm not cool. Ah, no, I wouldn't say it's, well, the, uh, not say it's not cool. Like, if, if they're going to arrange it when you're not in town, that seems spiteful on their she, behalf. Uh, you could have caught up with it on the Twitch stream, which I hear had many very excellent presenters. Um, so we, we, and we can see those now, can't we? Yeah, I think they've, so they've put the archives yeah, up today. Them, yeah, they've archived them, yeah. You missed Anne, but you want to see Anne, or you didn't miss her and you want to see her again. If you want to remix the video into something embarrassing, yeah, just and then yeah, send definitely it to, do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chapter eighty-seven: The Real Legend of Zelda. When I, oh. hello, Sharon. Hi. Oh, nothing. Just recording this feature for the one show. No, it's a complete waste of time. Just making up some supposedly emotional memories. Oh, yes, the new Call of Duty. Please tell me it's good news. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Well, the man has zero experience. Sure, he can limp and ham it up to the camera, but have you ever seen him rifle through an inventory like me? And now, how high can he jump? Because I can guarantee I can jump higher. No, get EA on the phone. This will not stand. I will not have Hollywood actors taking my parts for some publicity. Oh, you've already spoken to them? Okay, what's the role? They had a dog in the last game, didn't they? Isn't a jive-talking robot bear a bit unrealistic? Oh, it's set in the future now. Well, that, that makes sense. What's the pay? And do I get to keep the bear costume? Tell them I'll be there in five minutes. Super Roger World. Another One Life Left's features. If you want to be a feature contributor, we're still looking for them, so drop us an email. Team at onelifeleft.com. What's the feature we were going to run the other week? Oh, I remember. Uh, Danny Dyer. What was it? <laughs> Danny, yeah. Thomas Tom, wasn't Tom, alone. Thomas wasn't alone. Thomas wasn't alone. Thomas ain't alone. Thomas ain't alone. Oi, what's the ag? <laughs> he actually said that on EastEnders last week. What's all the ag? What's the ag? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, basically, that's our, that's our mood board, our sketch <laughs> sketch of a feature. If you want to do Thomas wasn't alone with Dan, Danny Dyer, uh, please let us know. Thingy's going to do a feature, isn't she? Thingy... <laughs> So if you were if you were listening to One Life Left a few weeks ago, you'll have heard us um, talk about Thingy, who used to What's do a, used to do a feature. We couldn't remember her name, Thingy. Anyway, turns out Thingy got in touch. Right, okay. And uh, she, she is going to do a. Oh, that's uh, great news! As soon as I've worked out her email address, right. which is hard to do when thingy you can't. So talking of One Life Left shambolic activities. Hashtag Thursday. Went well. Well. Thursday. Let's tell you about Thursday. So we uh, set up Thursday. Darren, you were out of town for this. Okay. Hashtag Thursday. Now you'll understand, Darren, what the meaning of hashtag Thursday is. Hashtag Thursday, which is copyright one life left. You cannot use it without referring to the hashtag Thursday series of Thursday. branded events. Uh, refers to the third Thursday of every month. Not every third Thursday, Darren. No. Don't be so stupid. Don't. Different thing. Don't, different different thing entirely. Hashtag Thursday means the third, third Thursday, Thursday of every month. Of every, every month. And we decided we were going to have events on the third Thursday. The third Thursday. Not every, every, not every third Thursday. But the, not every, because of every month. The, the hashtag Thursday. Well, like it's one, two, three. Of every month. Not one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Simple. It's really simple. Really simple. Really simple. Very soon, this will be in everyone's Google calendars. Google will just add it. Hashtag Thursday. We won't even call it a Thursday anymore. Anyway, we decided we are going to do that. We're going to have our events at the wonderful loading bar um, in Dalston or Stoke Newington or whichever one of those things we're calling it today. And mm. we, uh, we were quite excited about it and then we found out... Did it, it coincide with something, didn't it? It did coincide with another popular event. <laughs> Turns out we were going up against the England game. The yeah, footy. Well, because they have um, something called the fourth year 
don't yeah. they? Fourth year. Yeah. Fourth. Every fourth year. Not, not the fourth, not the fourth year of the... But it is every four, four years. years. But like they have a decade, it's not, every, Three, it's not it's the not, fourth not, year. Not years no. that end in four. <laughs> it's it's not, but no. this year it is. This year no. it happens to be, but that exactly. doesn't that's not mean it. No, it's no, not the fourth, no. fourth no. every... And where they have this footy championship um, called the World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. International football championships. FIFA World Cup championships and England were playing which was all very exciting for come everyone on England. wasn't it come on Ingers make some noise come for on, the boys Wazza kick the ball Wazza <laughs> Um, and so there, there was this event, this this uh, FIFA FIFA's event, and there was us. Not, but not FIFA, like, but not the video game. I don't, FIFA. FIFA. I don't even think they have a unified no, hashtag. Do we, they? We, we, we proved it wasn't the video game FIFA because you could play the World Cup in the World Cup. Can't, can't you? You can. And as we proved in the video game FIFA, you, you can't. can't play the World Cup. So uh, we we held our event on the same night as this. We were a little bit worried about this, uh, but we we did think that there might be a knock-on effect of euphoria at least because Ingers are playing. We're singing for. Ingers. England. 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 Singing this song. Uh, So everyone will be euphoric after thrashing Uruguay and and sealing our place in the next round. We couldn't do that, could we? But at least indicating that we would take our place in the next round. But the euphoria when we got to nearly a place we might get to the next round. Fabulous. Anyway. Yeah, there was a moment, wasn't there? Because we were going to do some singing at half time and we felt it inappropriate to be singing when we were losing 1 0. We you know what? what it is? And there were some men. Some in when you're winning. Some men had come in. Some men had come in. We'd done our best to sort of say, yeah, we're going to have the football on, but do understand that we're, we're going to be doing karaoke about video yeah. games and that. We're not men. We're not men. We're men. As, almost as far from men as it's possible <laughs> to be while still technically being exactly. men. <laughs> um, and so some men left, but some men stayed and they sat in a corner and cheered on for Wazza. Say, come on, Wazza. So what did that guy keep in the corner keep saying? Kept, kept shouting. Saying, kept saying, 250 grand a week he's paid. <laughs> 250 grand a week. Can't even kick the ball. That's all he's paid to do. But no, but I'd actually... And he did kick the ball. Right, yeah. Yeah, so he's saying he couldn't kick the ball, but I... You let him get away with that comment as well, that, no. that, that ignorance. Yeah. He was saying, no white shirts, no white shirts in the picture. Can't even see a white shirt in the picture. 250 my, grand a week. Meant, that was because it was a close-up. No, that was because <laughs> we were watching it over the internet, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and it kept stuttering. It was, it was a it lot was, of buffering. It, it, was, it, was, it was like a sky fibre advert <laughs> or something. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, half-time came and, and uh, Jimmy said uh, so are you guys going on and we sort of meekly went no no i don't, 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 don't think it's right Do- uh we thought maybe ingers will come back in the second half and they did they did for a short period come on wayne come on Wazza. Got in the goal. but as Yay. it turned out england lost and everyone was a bit down but when one life left makes a promise hashtag thursday 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 uh we follow through so we came on stage with Went, who's up for some video game karaoke? Kicked off with Wrecking Ball, didn't we? Yeah, because it No, has that the was word... before the... No, no, no. Oh, no, that was after. No, you're right. Sorry. Apologies. Kicked off with Wrecking Ball. Because it's got ball in it. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed appropriate. And Ooh, it had been synergy. Hashtag synergy. Yeah. And, uh, and then it picked up and it people got up. interested yeah. and the mood lifted, yeah. you know, up and up. Had another triumphant uh, performance of, of Hallelujah. Oh. Geraldo. Oh, and then our other friends, Coops and Coops. Sam. Sam. Which one's which? Don't know. Don't know. No one knows. So, if you want to come along to the next Thursday. hashtag Thursday, you Thursday. definitely should. And it's easy to remember which day we're doing a pod. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the fourth, it's fourth, it's Wednesday. The fourth Wednesday. We're doing fourth it on Wednesday. the fourth Wednesday of the month because we can't. The third, third, uh, the third, third, third time we'll have done third Thursday. Third this is a rule. Exactly. Every <laughs> at the third when Thursday, Thursday of every month. If we it's ever do, Wednesday. if we celebrate the third Thirdsday and the thirty third Thursday and the three hundred and thirty third Thursday, then all the Wednesday. rules change. It's like a full exactly. moon. It's easy. It's full moon. So we're doing it on the fourth Wednesday. We think we'll, we'll <laughs> Wednesday. We'll confirm. <laughs> Hashtag Wednesday. Have to, yeah. <laughs> we'll confirm yeah. that on you know anon. Are you in town for that, Darren? Uh, I was fourth Wednesday, thir- third day, third when. <laughs> when fourth is it? Wh- the fourth Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'll be there. I'm gonna see you there. Me alone.
Yep. Stop talking now. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's all right. You were just catching up on some uh, some business. You, you had any response from Atari yet? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. What have they got to hide? Exactly. Interesting. It's the review section of the show. What have you been playing, Anne Scantlebury? Oh, uh, oh, so I've been, I played t- uh, two short games that I wanted to review together. Two games? Mm. Okay. Yeah, but they were super short. Two games. <laughs> two games. Uh, so the first one was um, a game called Heartwood, which is... It's Kerry's game. Kerry's game. I met Kerry for the first time uh, last week, and then a game came out, and I was like, we should probably play that. Uh, it's really beautiful and lovely, and the sound is gorgeous. So you are are in a forest. It's a dark forest. There are many silhouettes, and you're looking around, and then you see a bunny rabbit. So you're like, well, my reaction was probably should kill the bunny rabbit, shouldn't I? <laughs> no. Uh, so you walk you walk towards the bunny rabbit, and then and then it runs away, and then you go and find it again, and then you start hearing noises, and so you walk towards the noises, and it's just very nice, calming, relaxing experience. And then you get to the middle of the noise, and it gets all quiet. There's quite a lot goes, oh, and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to die, and then, oh, but then you're back, and it's fine, and then you see something else in the distance, don't want to spoil what it is, uh, and you walk around with that. It's just really lovely. What Super format is this on? Uh, it's uh, PC. Okay. It's just really nice and atmospheric and very soothing. Um, Doesn't sound like a game to me. Shut it up. It sounds like Gone Home. Shut up. Would you rabbits. shoot anything? Shut up. Rabbit. you jump on any heads? Can you open Shut up cupboards up. in it? Can you open up cupboards for notes? When you're wondering about what, what, to, what to do next, can you scurry around the toilet? How many achievements have you got? <laughs> I achieved everything I set out to achieve. I had a lovely time playing it. Thanks. <laughs> and I will give that game 7 out of 10. It was sounds, nice. Sounds fair enough. And then the other tiny little game that I played was a game that was released ages ago called Burn the Rope. And what you have to do in this game is burn the rope uh, to defeat the boss... And you do it, and then there's just a really long song at the end that's like, well done, you burned the rope, you killed that thing, and the song is longer than the actual game itself, and it really made me laugh a lot. And, yeah, it's just lovely. You can just go on the internet and play it. It's just there. Just go and burn the rope. Seven out of ten. Excellent. What about you, Simon? What have you been up to? Still uh, playing Borderlands 2 on the Vita. Um, I got a little bit bored of it, and then I'm back into it again. But uh, yesterday, I played the Android version of Space Pants, which uh, came out on Android yesterday uh, by by Sam Smith. Review this now. He's not on the show. Well, yes. Um, I I saw that it... it, Well, for a start, he published it live whilst on another person's podcast. Unacceptable. So I was going to give it 10 out of 10. Uh, so that's immediately down to a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, then I noticed that, uh, that I played it, and I'm like, okay, great, because I'm terrible at the iPhone version. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like 41 seconds, very low down the leaderboards. I'm like, okay, cool, it's just come out. If I get, if I buy it now, I can, I can be top of the, I can take a screenshot, can, and I'll be top. I will have topped the spaceboards leaderboard and that'll be cool and that'll be worth 69 uh, pence I think I paid for it I say I think I paid for it I actually paid for it with my proceeds I've been getting from the Google Opinion (laughs) Rewards app do you use that Steve on Android? I don't use that they send you questions every week and um, it turns out you quickly note that um, the more questions you answer the Mm. more more credit it gives you in the store oh nice so what you find yourself doing is trying to work out what answers it wants you to do in order (laughs) to ask you subsequent so so um, what shampoo and conditioner do you use uh, daily it says and I'm like okay well this is from a shampoo brand I'm gonna so anyway um, I was up £2.70 I'm on on, uh, £2.01 now uh, using on space pants so played it I'm still rubbish at it it's nice to have it on my Nexus 5 um, I've been playing on the iPad previously uh, still still as brilliant as ever posted my score number one was Jonathan Smith number two was Ben Smith number three was Sam Smith number four was Jonathan there were about four Jonathan Smiths in there I came seventh as the first person to have bought it uh, and so oh, it's like, guys it's not like clear your leaderboards before you publish I mean I learned one thing making up down left right up down left right which is still available it was clear your leaderboards before you publish so um yeah I mean it's as compulsive as, as ever it turns out even when you're first in the world at it you won't top the leaderboard so I took two points off for that mm. I'm gonna give it seven out of ten buy it now I've just I've just bought it okay excellent so wow there we go real-time advertising I have been playing entwined on ps4 
Right. Mm. So I hadn't heard about it either. Um, we got sent a code oh, for it. Oh, right. Yeah, I saw somebody moaning about it, actually. Right, okay. Pocket Gamer. Interesting. Uh, so it is a game which is One clearly one. sort of atmospherically inspired by the work of that game company. It came out of nowhere as well, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it, I've, I've just looked it up. It's made... It probably didn't literally come out of did, nowhere. Did, everyone was surprised. It's developed no, by I... Pixelopolis Studio, which consists of former game design students, and it's part of SCE Worldwide Studios. But they would have spent a long time working on nowhere. it. Not nowhere. What's mm. this? They said, publish it. It appeared from nowhere, and it is... My sort of thing, right? It is a slightly weird outlier of a video game. It, you know, I'm inter- interested in that game company's work. Interested in Res, I think, which it also takes some cues from because it is theoretically a little bit of a musical game. You move down a tunnel. I like games in which you go down a tunnel. That's one of my, my things right, okay. I like, like frequency. You move down a tunnel, use the two analog sticks to move a blue and an orange uh, thing around the outside of the tunnel. I think they are a uh, they a fish and a bird, something like that. Uh, yeah, a bird and a fish. Two souls, a bird and fish, blue and orange things. You move them, and you have to pass through blue and orange gates. So you're moving your two objects at the same time, and that's basically it. You pass through these gates. They make nice ambient chiming sounds. Eventually, you'll have passed through enough gates in order to proceed to a level where you kind of swoop around aimlessly and leave a trail behind you. It all feels faintly pointless and the racing down the tunnel is just not satisfying But enough. you like that. I know and this is, I think that this is a problem that it is so close to being a game that I could absolutely love and yet small small changes could make that make it into that game but at the moment by being so close and missing a target I find it infuriating because it just gives me nothing, it feels dead to me. But, you know ambiently uh, I like it. The idea of it, I like, and you know, I like that it exists and things like this exist. So I'm going to give it a seven out of okay, ten. Right. Do you think that uh, they are a studio to watch? Then, if they came out of nowhere and this is their first thing, and it's so well, close I, to being something, yeah, I, I hope they're going to be given the freedom to make more things, and I hope that you know, I know what it's like to make a, a, a video game. And don't we all, Steve? Don't, well, we, we, all don't we, we all know? Yeah, we all know what it's like to make a video games. game. And uh, it could be that given another six weeks of dev time, it could turn into something super, super special. So maybe they'll get that on their next project. Darren. I've been playing The Ground Gives Way, which is a roguelike that's just been what? released. Wait, you've been playing a roguelike? <laughs> yes. Are you it's, sure it's, it's a roguelike, not a roguelike like, well, or maybe even a roguelike to the power three? This is what I like about it. It's actually a traditional style of roguelike. It's turn-based, it's grid-based, it's very much a thinky game. Think planetary moves ahead, lots of detail to learn. Uh, it's been very good. Unfortunately, I can't give it full marks because it was only released midweek, so I'd only give it a uh, 7 yeah. out of 10. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, People need to yeah, think exactly, more honestly. about that, don't they? About maybe release they, dates. Maybe, or just release it on, maybe on a Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Or, or a Wednesday. Fourth, fourth Wednesday. Yeah, careful of your hashtags, though. Some of them are taken. Uh, what, sorry, what format was that on, Darren? Uh, it's on PC. Excellent. Good. That's it. Oh, that's great. It. Okay, okay, good. Okay, good, right. Well done, everyone. Darren, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, it's been amazing. Amazing. Mm. Excellent. If you wouldn't mind leaving that in the guest book on the way out. <laughs> we should have oh, a guest book. We should book. have a guest book. Let's have a guest book. Shouldn't we? Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Well, it's been... It's the end of another, you know, semi-successful episode of One Life Left. Wait, hey, we got to the end. We did. Yes, Chris. Time did pass. Yes, thank you. Darren, thank you for coming in. So where, so where can we follow your work? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at dgrayzero. Excellent. Uh, got any plans for the week, Steve? This week, I will be going to the cricket tomorrow okay. and the next day. So if you're at the Oval, uh, please pop along and, and, and say hello. And you'll be one of about 250 people there. <laughs> Mostly, old, I told you, didn't I, that a man at the cricket called me Young Man the other day. Yes. It was fantastic. Oh. Uh, I'll be doing that and uh, some other things. Good. Well, have a good time. You? Yeah. Any plans? I'm just going to be working, Steve, oh. so that I can support us. <laughs> <laughs> no, Simon, don't, don't think that we don't appreciate okay. you. <laughs> really do, really do. Good. Well, thank you very much for listening. We've been One Life Left. Um, and we're going to make that developer next week, aren't we? So do get in touch with us again, and we'll see yeah. you here next week. If yeah. you've got anything to say in the meantime, email team at onelifeleft.com. Until then, see you. Bye. See you, bye.
Resonance 104.4 FM, The Art of Listening.